this is Peter, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. That's right. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen, with me today again, hopefully for a lot more episodes, too. We have Antonius Morgan in the house. Say hi, Antonius. Heck yeah. How's it going, everybody? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. Here to talk about a a fantastic film. And uh, yeah, real quick, though, remember, if you're not already a member, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash nightpartypod, where you get all these episodes early and often, and also... Uh, you're going to get a lot of our bonus materials, our watch-alongs, our Slime Rick radios that I brought back. Heck yeah, dude. So we're doing Slime Rick radio quite uh, quite often, once every two weeks. So that's pure old school, Opie and Anthony, no bullshit, just talking shit, but try to stay away from politics, obviously, radio. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's a hang. You're supposed to uh, crack a beer with us, and it's like hanging out with your friends, you know? So... We're going to get into this movie in just a second. Also, too, uh, you know, shoot me an email. I haven't got one in a while, and that's uh, nightpartypod at yahoo.com. So, let's go ahead and start story time, shall we? (laughs) So, you just got to remember that, uh, you know, the events portrayed in this film are all true. The names are all real, and they're real people, and also real organizations, which is pretty interesting because obviously that is not the case. <laughs> so this whole movie takes place on July 4th weekend, right? So um, everyone is, is trying to GTFO yeah. to go party, right? You know, But unfortunately for our uh, protagonists, Freddie and Frankie, well, Frankie is showing Freddie the ropes. Um, he's showing him around this warehouse of this, this warehouse called Unita. Mm-hmm. And Unita is uh, they have, like, cadavers for uh, ballistics uh, for the U.S. military. Right. Right, and they have, like, a bunch of uh, uh, skeletons for for high schools, and they even have, like, dissected dogs and stuff for veterinarians. So, basically, if it's dead and it's scientific and we can learn from it... They got it. They got it. Now, um, so... The part that gets kind of weird is, you know, uh, they're packing up a skeleton and... Um, and Frankie says to Freddie, hey, did you ever notice something about these skeletons? And he goes, what? And he goes, they all have perfect teeth. Yeah. And he's like, we get them all from India. <laughs> so do you think there's like an India teeth farm or do you, you know, and it's just kind of weird. And that's what makes, um, that's what makes a, a, a Frankie, uh, or sorry, Freddie get like a little like, huh, interesting. So they're sitting down, and he's looking through some books, and we get this scene, and this is our opening scene. Are you ready? I think if I press this button, it'll work. Let's see. Let's let's see. Let's see. I think it'll work. There it is. Kid, I have seen weird things come, and I have seen weird things go. But the weirdest thing I ever saw just... Had to cap it all. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What's that? Let me ask you a question, kid. Did you see that movie, Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where the corpses start eating the people, right? Sure. What, what about it? Did you know that movie was based on a true case? <laughs> Come on, you're shitting me, right? I ain't never been more serious in my life. That's not possible. I mean, they showed zombies taking over the world. Well, they changed it all around. What really happened was, back in 1969 in Pittsburgh at the VA hospital, there was a chemical spill, and all that stuff kind of leaked down into the morgue, and it made all the dead bodies kind of jump around as though it was alive. What chemical? 245-trioxin, it's called. It was to kind of spray on marijuana or something. And the Darrow Chemical Company was trying to develop it for the Army. And they told the guy who made the movie that if he told the true story, they'd just sue his ass off. So he changed all the facts around. So what really happened? Well, they closed it all down, see? And the Army 
shipped all that contaminated dirt and all those dead bodies out. And they kept it a secret. So how come you know about it? What a typical army fuck-up. The transportation department got the orders crossed. And they shipped those bodies here. Instead of the Darrow Chemical Company. <laughs> Hello? I knew that was coming. <laughs> so, um... The, this actually makes a lot of sense. First off, our government fucks up a lot of shit. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, my grandfather still gets mail about registering to vote. <laughs> right? So, um, anyway. But, uh, um, yeah, uh, they are having these cadavers they use for, like I said, for ballistics training, right? So, uh, meaning if you donate your body to science, it might be tested for the next 50 caliber rifle. <laughs> So that, I mean, that's exactly what ballistics uh, uh, training is, right? Right. So, um, but they accidentally sent over these these barrels. Now, um, he's going to go show him these barrels. But Foist, we get introduced to our punkers. Now, remember, it's Fourth July weekend. They mm -hmm, want to party, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, man, what do you want to do? Like, wh where are we going to go party?" And you know, they got their boombox and their beer, and they're all walking, and they're like, "Oh." Freddie always knows we're a place to party. Yeah, but he's got this new job. Ah, fuck it. We'll we'll go hang out somewhere and wait till he gets off, right? So Suicide steals a car. Now we don't see him stealing a car, but right. they have a stolen car, clearly. Because it's all beat to shit. It's vandalized. There's no way that's in Yeah, like Suicide is like spray painted his name on the front hood and it's, everything. He's such a badass. And they're listening to the <laughs> misfits. Yeah. So they pull up to this graveyard to kill some time. Now the graveyard is adjacent to this uh this the medical supply yeah so if we were to fly a drone over this um this fictional town there would be a graveyard that separates the medical supply to the crematorium slash uh church right you know the funeral home so you know they go there and and uh they're partying they're having a good time you know what i mean um and we kind of get like introduced to all of them in a way but uh uh we're going to cut away now, and we're going to see Frankie and Freddie, and they're walking down. Now, this is very important. Frankie goes, watch that third step. Yeah. That's some foreshadowing right there, baby. A little bit. A little bit. So, you know, he goes down, and uh, he, he opens up. So these barrels, they have, like, a glass, like... Well, they have, like, a metal lid. Uh-huh. But when you when you pop it open, it's, yeah, it's like a glass window. Yeah. To see the body inside. And you actually see like a mummy with its eyes closed kind of looking thing. Right. Know? And um, he's like, no way, these are real. Are they safe? And uh, he goes, of course they're safe. This is American ingenuity. And he slaps the side and you see gas just come out, right? <laughs> and that's our title screen. Now, remember, in case of a zombie emergency, okay, call this number, one 800 454 8,000. That's 1 800 454 8,000. So that's what it says on the side. Right, right. I just thought I'd write it down. <laughs> In fact, do you want to give it a call on the air? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I, just, I don't know. Maybe I'll call it. We're, we're going to have with, with like some psychic person. Yeah. Or, yeah, or maybe porn. But I don't All right, know. let's call it. Yeah, let's call it. <laughs> so, um, now we, we cut to like this military colonel and his wife's like, how was your day? And he's like, yeah, it sucked. Like, you know, and she goes like, do you want lamb chops or meatloaf, whatever? And he goes, I had it for lunch. And she's like, how long do we have to be here? So they're in a certain part of, I think it's California, but it's West Coast. Right. And he's stuck here because he actually has the, the football, if you will, like the launch codes for a missile silo. But we don't know that yet. But we do see him checking in. He opens up like a whiskey cabinet, like a liquor cabinet. Right. And you see like this, all this computer stuff. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like, you know, he gets on the radio and he goes uh, checking in, da, 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 this and that. And she's like, well, how long do you we have to be here? Because I guess she wants to move or they want to retire. And he goes, however long it takes till we cover those barrels. Right. So now we're like, oh, okay. So the military isn't that dumb. They lost it. Someone dropped the ball, but they're constantly looking for it. Right. Now, remember, they say that they've been looking for these barrels for 20 years. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, well, there was no GPS. Right. But one would think in 20 years, you'd be able to follow all the supply chains and knock on some dude's door. Hey, did you get some barrels that you're not supposed to have, asshole? <laughs> right? You know? Can we check the serial number on that tanker? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Now, the punkers are are there, as I said, uh, but, uh, um, you know, and you see them now, it's getting kind of nightfall, and we'll get into all their crazy shenanigans in a minute. I just want you to keep them in mind. So they've been there for a minute, you know, they're killing time. Now, Frankie and Freddie are like, they just wake up, they get a uh, face full of this gas. Right. Right, and they're woken up and they hear like a dog barking, you know, it's a noise, you know, and they're like, what the fuck is that? And they notice there's a bisected dog. So it's cut like from head to tail, straight down the middle. Right. And this is for like veterinarian stuff. And the dog is like, <laughs> and it's super fucking creepy. It's it's incredibly weird. It yeah. is very weird. And it, this is like the first what the fuck moment of many to come. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, anyway, um, then we hear like screaming and pounding on the freezer door mm-hmm. where they keep the uh, medical cadavers for the ballistics training, right? And I mean screaming, like not like oh brains, but like just full on Karen mode when she got her order wrong at the KFC, <laughs> right? just, like no holds barred. And like you see the uh, the master lock thing just bump up, and now they don't know what to do, and they're they're panicking, they're yelling at each other. Now they do look a bit. Pale and sweaty, yes, but not as much as we're going to see them raisin as this. We're going to see them pickle, if you will, as this goes on. Right? Yeah, so they don't know what to do now. Bert, their boss, just left. He's like, "All right, well, hold down the fort." Now he gets called back in, and he's kind of pissed. He's like, "What the fuck, man? What'd you guys do?" You know, and he's worried about his livelihood, right? And as is Frankie, because they've been there for a minute. You know, they're old timers, and. They don't want to have to call the government like, hey, we've had these things for a while because it's going to be all bad. Yeah. And they don't want to call the hospital or the you know police. So they're like, what do we do? So they're like, well, fuck. What should we do? Maybe we'll dispose of it ourselves. Which is what any sensible person would do, I think. Right. So- um, now we cut back to this cemetery, and we uh, cemetery cemetery, <laughs> and we actually get to get to know our punkers, right? So the uh, misfits metalhead meathead guy, right? That's suicide, mm-hmm. and he's got like a fucking wallet chain. The size, like it, the thickness, is oh, the size got, of the cord. Like wallet chains. He's got some chains going across his chest. He's got a chain going from or like his, his ear nose. to his nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest chain, too. And every time I see it, I'm like, man, I hope that thing was made out of plastic. <laughs> now, I don't know if they hired real punkers or not, but when I look through the IMDb, all these guys are nameless. They haven't been in almost anything else. Anything at all. Yeah. Except, for, except for the exception of one guy. And he doesn't even basically have a line in his. He's the kind of tough-looking punker that never talks. Yeah. He was um, not a stuntman, but he was in like commercials or something like that. No, nothing like really you would know of. But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, almost everybody in here is almost unknown, with the exception of uh, Frank and Ernie yeah. and Bert. Um, all those guys were in tons of movies that I didn't even recognize, but they're all known for this movie. And some of them did like 100 movies. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I mean, you know, just pictures we never saw or grew up with, but they were actually, for this time, established actors. Yeah, okay. You know, just way different genre. You know, like they would do like uh, that that black and white kind of old school movies. Remember, these are older gentlemen. Right. They were young and good looking at one time, so they were in like, you know, feature feature films that are <laughs> that my grandparents probably used to watch. Uh, let's see what else. We have the death subsets sexually liberated trash who ugh, <laughs> I don't know if I hate her or if I love her. I really don't. I, I think she's pretty awesome. She is awesome. She's yeah. just her. She, Take yeah. it or leave it. Yeah, there she goes. And then we have Spider, who's my favorite. Um, and uh, uh, he's got like this kind of like feathered mullet, and he's like a, <laughs> a skinny black dude. And anyway, um, and then the rest are basically just red shirts, you know. Yeah. Except for Tina, she has kind of something, but no one else really. There's a nerdy guy, and then there's this other punker chick, right? And we they only really interact with each other later on in the film. Mm-hmm. They don't really do mm-hmm. anything. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, when they're sitting there. Um, uh, uh, you know, trash is just going like, what do you think would be the worst way to die? I think it would be if all these old men were just all over me and biting me and clawing at me. And she gets hot. She yeah. starts getting all horned up, you know. And she goes, fuck it. I'm going to dance on some graves and mausoleums. Yeah. You know? And Spider's cheering her on, you know, and he's like, yeah, you know. And, the, and then all the other girls are like, really? Again? <laughs> <laughs> but all the dudes are up for it. Us is now, again, remember, when I first saw this movie, I'm like, 
looking around, like at my mom, like, is this okay? Like, and then at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute, what kind of movie are we watching here? Yeah. Like, is this going to get like dirty or what? Because it goes from like, oh, here's a kind of hot scene, especially when you're 11, to here goes a horrifying scene. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, it's just, it's kind of all over the place, right? So we go back to um, Unita, right? And uh, Bert's flipping out, and uh, he doesn't know really what to do. And then they're like, you know what? We're going to take care of the zombie ourselves. Yeah. So they don't know what it is. Well, they do call it a Well, they don't say the Z word, but they go, how did they do it in the movie? The Night of Living Dead movie. Well, they, they would hit him in the brain. Okay, cool. So he gra- they grab a pickaxe, and they're going to let him out in like one, two, three, right? Bert just, an- by the way, he kills two zombies in this movie and no one else damages one. So even though he's like an old dude, he seems to be the best person at killing zombies. <laughs> so they they fucking just brain this guy, this this uh, corpse. He's all yellow because he's been embalmed and such. Right. Uh, in the back of the head and it pins him to the floor. Right. But he's still moving. And they're like, yeah, he starts screaming like he's in pain and everything like that. And you're yeah. like freaked out like, I thought that was supposed to kill him. Exactly. Like, what is going on? Yeah, but that would be too easy for this movie. So then they're like, okay, what do we do now? I know. Let's dismember it. Yeah. So then they dismember. Oh, but first, though, as they bring it in the head, the body gets up and starts running around like all crazy. Oh, yeah, because they, they start dismembering. They cut off the head from the body first. Yeah. And once they do that, the body just gets up and starts running around again. Yeah. And they have to, like, tackle it back down on the it's ground. It's like, see ya. So they cut it up in all these little pieces, and they're like, what the fuck are we going to do with this corpse? And then uh, uh, Bert goes, oh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, Ernie, Ernie's got a crematorium. Uh, You know, uh, I I guess I can call in a favor. So anyway, Bernie now, or Ernie rather, uh, he's he's a fucking badass, like I said. (laughs) Dude, we cut to him, and he's got his pipe, and he's got his glasses, and, uh, you know, he's got a pot of coffee in the back, armed. Yeah. And notice, too, he's got a German pistol. He actually wanted that instead oh, really? of having, like, a revolver because he thought it just at, like, that and the pipe gave him, like, a kind of, like, a wise kind of character. Interesting. Yeah, okay. so that was actually his direction. And now they didn't get, like, a, a Walter PPK, you know, like the... the James the, Bond gun. Yeah, the James Bond gun. And they didn't give him the German Mauser because apparently he wanted something he actually could fire. Oh, okay. So he actually owned that gun. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he's like, why don't I just bring my own gun? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's so comfortable with it. And uh, so Ernie walks in and he goes, hey, you know, uh, I, got a, I got a problem. You know, I got, a, I got these weasels. And uh, they were they were in the front, and they're they're digging through, and they're chewing through shit, and uh, you know we need to cremate them. And he's like, "Well, dude, that's pretty inhumane. They're still moving, yeah, because these bags are like moving now. We don't hear it like moaning or anything, but everything's moving mm-hmm. around. So it's definitely you know not that there's something afoot, yeah. And Ernie's calling bullshit, right? He's all skeptical and shit, and then um, he uh. uh they, one of the parts comes out and and grabs Ernie's like pant leg. Well, they like explain to him like, okay, it wasn't actually weasels, like it was one of the cadavers, and like Ernie doesn't believe them, so they pull out an arm, yeah. from the bag, and when they do that, it jumps out and grabs Ernie's leg, mm-hmm. and he starts freaking out like, get it off of me, get it off of me, ah. yeah. And then after that, Ernie's like, oh shit. Well, I see your dilemma. You're going to fucking owe me big, mm-hmm. first off, you know. And um, so they do end up burning it, and he discusses, he goes, oh, yeah, the hardest uh, the hardest thing to get rid of, actually, is the heart. And he goes, you better get rid of everything, man. Like, yeah. We don't want any evidence. Now, there's a funny part here, and I don't know if you noticed this, but it's some foreshadowing. I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Frankie goes, some fucking favor. I could operate that thing myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely noticed that. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of a weird line to put in there. Okay. Now, here goes the other funny thing. Um, Frankie, the the actor that played it, wrote that part in. Oh, nice. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that part later. I forgot to mention it in our fun notes, but now that I'm going over, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should mention that. So um, they burn this thing up, right? But as they do, we see the gas from the body go through the chimney up into the atmosphere. Right. And it reacts to the atmosphere. So, like, within seconds, 
right? Clouds start to form and it starts raining like acid rain. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, there's a graveyard right next door. Mm -hmm. So we see all the ground getting wet and all the punkers are like, oh shit, what the fuck, right? And so uh, it, it, the, the punkers are like, let's get the hell out of here. They start running from the car uh, or towards the car rather. And the rain is seeping in the ground and the car is all fucked up so they can't drive it and they try to put up the hard top but it's just like to no avail. Now we're starting to see like uh, the corpses crawling through that. Well, first you see the water all trickle down. It's a really cool shot. Yeah, yeah. And then you see it like hitting uh, the feet of of like a, a um, obviously in, inside a coffin and mm -hmm. the foot kind of like twitches and you just see, you know, kind of like stirring movement. Now we all know what's going to happen. But it's it's really cool. They don't just go boom. Here you go. I mean, right. even though they kind of do, but they don't. Um, but we we get to see the the zombies rise, and one of the coolest ones is the skeleton with the eyeballs. Yeah, that is so awesome, man. Um, but uh, they reuse that shot twice at the end, they like do. for funny for funniness. But still, either way, um, really cool scene. We go back to the crematorium, and now there's like the evidence is disposed of. So now they're like, okay, we should, now we could call, you know, because um, Freddie and Frankie are like sitting there and they're shivering, you know? Right. And they don't look good and they're, you know, like, uh, and they have bags under their eyes, like Marilyn Manson status after a three-day bender with like cocaine and, and, and Johnny Depp. And <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, it, I was trying to be cute there. So uh, they're all fucked up, right? So they call the paramedics and the paramedics come over and- you know they're they got their stethoscope and they're listening. He's like, you you getting anything? He's like, no. And then they check it, and then they switch over. And he's like, I'm still not getting anything. So the two paramedics actually switch right. to both of the the you know Freddie and Frankie to make sure that like their equipment's not fucking up or they're not crazy. And uh, you know they're taking their temperature and everything else. And they got those um, those blankets that you always see and like fire departments always have those wool like right giant, yeah. And then he's like, let me talk to you over here. And you see him, like, they're whispering in the corner, and they're, like, scratching their head, like, uh, I don't know what's going on. So they go over, and they're like, um, yeah, you have no vitals, your room temperature, but you're moving around. But, I mean, technically, you're dead. And then they start screaming, like, whoa, whoa. You're like, I'm dead? What? Yeah, what like... the fuck, man? Yeah. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> um, So uh, they don't, you know, they're all... They're all like, you know, freaking out over this fact, and and they really don't know what to do, and uh, uh, they're they're not having a good a good time whatsoever. Now, Tina, uh, and one of the punkers in Freddie's group, right? Um, uh, that's like the GF of of uh, Freddie, right? Is Tina, yep. you know. So she's going over to check on Freddie over at Unita, right? So she heads in there and. Uh, um, when she's there, she's looking around. She's like, Freddy, Freddy. So uh, I guess the punkers ran to the nearest building after the car wouldn't start, and that would be Unita. She just shows up first. Yeah. And uh, she can't find him, So, but she notices like the basement door is unlocked. So she goes down. Now, she falls through that stair where he said, watch the third step. Not yet. Oh, she doesn't? Oh, my Not bad. Not yet. Okay, you take over then. All right. So she goes down. Steps on the third step. We get a little close-in shot of her foot. Okay, wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, and then she goes down there, and you get a shot of the barrel that they, mm. they knocked on, and it's empty. And sideways, right? Uh, no, no. Oh, it's just no. empty. Yeah, the glass is broken. It's empty. Uh, and she's asking around for Freddie, and then she hears some shuffling, and she pulls back this curtain. And there is Tar Man, and we get that great shot where they do the background getting farther and farther yeah, away. That yeah. fish eye, I love that shot. <laughs> and then, of course, we get our tagline of this movie: "Live brains." Yeah, right. And she just screams. Is now she runs up? Now and she, she runs back up the stairs as Tar Man's chasing her, shuffling. It's shuffling, yeah. yeah, it's scary, dude. And of course, she hits the third step, and bam, goes through. Uh, she tries to pull herself back up and then slips and ends up falling all the way down mm -hmm. and ends up hiding in like a metal like storage utility locker yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then Tarman is like, whatever, bitch, I ain't your average zombie. <laughs> so he finds a chain in a winch. Yeah. And he's like. Just so conveniently in the basement. 
Well, I mean, they did have to move those giant barrels around. Oh, okay, that's true. I mean, to be fair, fair point. you know. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> so uh, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to winch you out, winch. So he starts like, you know, just, oh, and the way he moves is so creepy. It's creepy, yeah. Whenever he, mo- I mean, you know what this reminded me a lot of? And I just thought of this now. This reminds me of uh, The Curse of the Black Pearl, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Just by the way they move mm-hmm. you know how the skeletons move in this one uh, or in that movie kind of reminds me of like tarman interesting it just okay. i i don't know why i i think it's because like one of the reasons why this movie is so scary to me is because and and it's also to uh the movie signs gave me one of the biggest jump scares ever uh like when i saw it in the theater even though it's not a scary movie no but it's when you see something moving that doesn't look human, like if it's moving kind of like backwards-ish. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You're like, your brain is trying to go, is that an animal? Is that a human? What is it? But when something moves all fucked up like that, like like almost reptilian, you know, kind of like a, how a snake would move. Or, right. Or, it really just gets to my brain, at least. But I know a lot of people, if you move weird or if you were to even take a... If you were to take a film, and they do this a lot for copyright stuff like on YouTube, for instance, mm-hmm. and you flip it around, like you, oh, okay. you mirror image it, your brain knows. Yeah. Your brain knows, like, something's weird about this, you know? Um, it's just, you know, the only time we get fooled with it is looking in a mirror because we've never seen ourselves not in a mirror. It's exactly. Like, that's why when we see ourselves in picture, we're like, ew. But then when you look in a mirror, you're like, eh, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. But... So, Yeah. Tarman's down here, and uh, uh, you know he's making her like he's terrifying the shit out of her. Now suicide comes to save the day. Yeah, they all run down. Yeah, but suicide, of course, leads the pack. Yes, and um, he doesn't save the day. No, he does not. Yeah. <laughs> so like as they get to the bottom, uh, Tarman is able to use the wench and finally bust the doors off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, suicide runs in to try and save the day, and Tarman basically just. Grabs him by his head and bites off his Yeah, head. just bites a huge chunk out of his head. It's super gnarly. Now, when I first saw this movie, I'm like, suicide's going to be a bet. No. 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 Not, not happening. <laughs> Which kind of sucks. But, I mean, I guess he was like so much of a meathead. I mean, dude, there's a scene in this movie that I kind of glossed over when um, Trash is talking to uh, uh, Suicide. And we kind of get to see his intelligence level. He's like, no one respects me. Oh, you guys just use me for my car that I stole and da da da. And she's practically naked grinding on him. Basically. And he's yeah. like, and he goes, Don't you have respect for the dead? <laughs> That's really what he says to her. <laughs> so, anyway, no more suicide. He's gone. No more. Yeah. So, and uh, anyway, in order to like try to distract Tarman so Tina can get the hell out of here, uh, um, Spider picks up a, a, a can of paint mm-hmm. and nails him with it. And Tarman's not phased. He just turns around real quick going, more brains. Right. <laughs> so um, they all get out of there. They they GTFO and they shut the door behind him. Like, right. what the fuck was that, man? You know, and they lock Tarman in there. And uh, But he, he will be back. He will. But yeah. just not for a while. Right. So uh, he kind of, it's funny because in a way he is the main, zo- well, for now. Because I mean, in, Trash kind of later is, but we'll get to her in a while. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now the uh, uh, paramedics, um, let's see, punkers are, oh yeah, so after that, the punkers are like, we need to go. So not only do they lock them out, they run, and they but they split up. They do. They run back through the graveyard. Yeah. And they end up getting split up while they're, while they're running. Yeah. Now, Trash, she's naked and has no shoes. Yeah. So she slips in the mud, and she almost, it's manis- manifest destiny in a way, because remember, she said the worst way to die would be have a bunch of old men clawing and biting. Right, her. right. That's exactly That's what exactly happens. exactly what happens to her. But they don't brain her. They don't. It's like an old school zombie. They just, like, eat her. Well, kind of. They, like, I want to say they more, like, infect her for whatever reason. Like, maybe to infiltrate or something. Because we don't see, when we see her later, and we will... She doesn't have a scratch on her. No. Which is kind of weird. So I'm thinking they like infected her to get like to for her to lead them to them or something. Okay. I don't know because I'm just throwing out logic here because these zombies ain't stupid. Yeah. So maybe I, I thought like maybe they would have like a um, like bait or, you know, I, that's just kind of yeah, what I thought. Yeah. 
Because I'm like, how come they didn't eat her brains? Because they don't. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, they they run off. Now, um, the punkers kind of don't really know what to do. Now, the nerdy guy and the other girl who... I don't even think they say her name in the fucking movie. I don't think so. I think she has a name in the ending credits. In the credits, she does. But they don't actually say it during the movie. But the credits are so badass, you can't help but watch them, because these are the credits that show clips of the movie and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, and it's just got that, that it's time to party song, so you're just like, you know, rip rolling and rocking. Speaking of music, what were we doing? I, I don't know. We are just having a good time. We were. We should get some music going here again, though. Where is my music? Lately setting the scene. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thanks, dude. Come on. I'm doing my best. <laughs> hey, man, we got we got new equipment. I'm excited about this, you know, movie, uh, everything else. The paramedics actually now are leaving, right? And uh, uh, when they're leaving, they're like, have you ever seen anything like it? This and that. And they, they're, they're in the van. They turn on the lights, and there's an army. There's a horde right outside the car that yeah. they didn't see because they were kind of busy, whatever. Um, one thing that kind of bothered me, though, and this just kind of occurred to me, don't you think you would smell it? I feel like you should have. Yeah. Just a little bit. Now, maybe the rain kind of... Also, two years in a thing, the rain, the acid rain didn't bother them. I know the rain does subside. I don't know if it's at this scene, but I'm pretty sure it's still... No, because they're still wearing... The raincoats. The raincoats. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's what I was thinking, too. So... These guys get wrecked by this horde, right? They're mm -hmm. just, they're fucked. And then one of the uh, uh, zombies goes, send more paramedics. <laughs> right? Which is going to be like, which is like one of this movie's comic relief movie uh, uh, moments. And, and they do it again later, which is pretty funny. Um, so as the punkers, they split up, right? Spider and Tina and the other nameless dude, they bunker down. They go over to the uh, church, uh, right. the, uh, the funeral home, mm -hmm. right? With um, uh, Frankie and Ernie and Freddie, right? And uh, this is where Tina is reunited with Frankie. Right. Now, Fr Frankie at this point, now they haven't really moved, but um, Freddie gets up to like go throw up or something, and they have to kind of go like tackle him and, and set him down. Yeah, and, yeah. And they're all in pain now. Now like, they're just shivering and kind of like, oh, you know, moaning. Like they, yeah. they're not having a good time. And then Tina's just like, oh, Frankie, you know, and, and she's like, you, you know, got his head in her lap and whatnot. And uh, they're like looking out the window, seeing all these, seeing all these, you know, zombies eating these paramedics because more paramedics show up and they're like, what's going on? And then they just get wrecked. Like immediately. Like immediately. Immediately. Yeah. There's not even. No chance. No chance in hell. Right. So when this happens. Uh, they're like, they just like, all right, let's board up this house. Yeah. And we're going to call the cops. And it was your classic 80s, like, montage moment with them, like, hammering nails yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's a good montage. I, I like to see a house being boarded up montage style. Because that way, <laughs> then there's no suspension of disbelief where I'm like, hey, they didn't get that window. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, they're doing that. They're boarding everything up. And um, now one would think... Someone could have called the cops while they were boring up that window. That really doesn't matter. Anyway, it's inconsequential to this movie, seeing how the events that are about to occur, right? Um, so, yeah. Uh, then while they're boring things up, the random punker dude who I don't even think has a line in this, he gets attacked by, like, a, a zombie. And they're, they're, like, it's a female zombie, and they're hitting it, and they rip off her spine to the from the pelvis. Right. Yeah. And you know what? I think if I press this button.
Freddy Tom. He's not Freddy. Raise, 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 raise. Shut up. Make a shut up. So, I pulled this clip, and I pulled the clip right before it instead of the wrong one. So I pulled the wrong one, but this does happen. But let's fast forward, or sorry, let's rewind a little bit. That thing going brains, 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 brains. So right before this, this is what happens when you lose all your information and you try to get it all back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, right before that thing yelling brains, 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 let's just rewind like one scene. Mm-hmm. They capture that zombie girl. Right. And they have her, they, you know, because she's only like half her body, so she's easy to subdue. Yeah. They poke her with, uh, um, I forgot exactly the name of it, but it's a, it's a manhole pry bar. Okay. So they poke her with it, like they impale her with it. They put it onto a gurney and they tie it down. It's uh, the embalming table. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The embalming table. And they're like interrogating it. And they're, they're like, why do you, why do you eat us? And she goes, not people, just brains. It makes the pain go away. Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute. So it hurts being dead? She goes, it's like constant pain. The only thing that relieves it, brains. Yeah. So um, it kind of gives it a make sense seeing how they're sentient in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it seems like even if they're old and rotten, they still kind of like have the ability to feel pain. Yeah. Because even like the ones that are barely skeletons still feel pain. You know, Which is intriguing. Very intriguing. So I don't know. Maybe there's still like you know they say your mammalian brain, your 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 reptile brain, it's at the very center, like yeah, where your brain yeah, meets yeah. your spine. Maybe that's the last thing right away. I don't know. That makes sense. So now we just heard Freddie freak out because what happens is while this is happening, they're uh, they're like we need to move Freddie and Frankie somewhere safe because we don't want them to turn. Right. Right. So, so they bring them into the church and lock them in, and that's when that scene happens. Yeah. And Tina refuses to, to leave. leave. She wants to stay with Freddie, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there screaming on the ground. And then he's like, "Oh, I figured it out. Brains. It's your brain, sweetie. I want them." <laughs> so then uh, the crew like figures out something's a, a miss right away when they hear the yelling. So they let her out. They fight, and then they go back in that room, and that's when that girl's screaming. Brains. Yeah. So just to catch us up. Now I don't know if the cops come because remember there's. One cop car that comes, I don't know if it's before the scene or after the scene. I think it's just after. Just after? Yeah. And they get eliminated in minutes. Like, it, not even yeah. minutes, seconds. Like, the, the cops show up and they're like, Rah, and they're gone. Right? And then they go, send more cops. Right, right. <laughs> so, now they're, they're, they're sitting in there, they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And uh, uh, more police are going to be on their way. And uh, um, it's just a matter of moments, and they kind of devise a plan. They're like, "Okay, what if, what if, what if we, uh, uh, you know, we need to get out of here. We can't, we can't be stuck in here because it's just a matter of time for the breaking in, and we're fucked." Yeah. And we only have one crematorium. It's the only way to burn them. What we can do? Kill each one individually and burn them. Right. You know that it doesn't make sense. They even say that like, "Well, we could burn them." It's and then um, Ernie has some cleric acid, and he's like, "Well, this." Will kill anything. It eats through anything. Yeah. So then they open back up the door and throw some on Frankie. And even though it burns him, it's just not enough. No, it blinds him, but yeah. it, it's not enough to like do anything. Really. Yeah. I mean, it, all you're gonna do, basically, you just piss him off and have him feel some pain. And now they really, really don't know what to do. But then the other cops arrive, and the cops are stopped by a zombie cop. Yeah. Wearing a zombie hat, and he's like waving the little. The flashlight thing around, like yeah, yeah, like the like directing a plane. Sort yeah, exactly. Of thing. Yeah, and then the cops stop, and then they're eliminated in seconds. They get swarmed by the zombies. Yeah, but we see a chopper overhead, and it's looking right with its light, and it's witnessing all these. And we get a really cool pan shot too of all these like zombies just like in this muddied like pool, just killing these cops. Like yeah. helicopter view. It's a really cool shot, and the helicopter's like. Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> so um, now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I have my notes right now, but I'm just going off memory right now because, uh, um, yeah, this is about right. So now we see Trash, and she's back. Yeah. And, and she looks like Ziggy Stardust. She's got, like, red hair, all pale, white, nude body, and she just sees a homeless person. The homeless person doesn't know what to think because he's, like, a naked woman. 
And then she just like bites right into him. And yeah. She's like, now, I mean, it's kind of hard to say is Tarman the main zombie or is she the main zombie? Because she kind of seems to be like the zombie leader. She's kind of like. Yeah, it's like they turned her into like the zombie queen. queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, really, want some more? Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, she she attacks him, kills him, and then joins the horde. Right. Now, after the second set of the reinforcements of police are eliminated, it's clear no one's coming. And in fact, you see um, uh, trash and a bunch of the horde just start mowing through the barricades because now police are setting up barricades. Like, uh, uh-uh, we're con- we're containing this. Yeah, you know. So. Before that, though, they, they're like, we got to get out of here. Nobody else is going to come save we us. We need to steal a car. Get out yeah, here. they need to steal a car. So they notice that one of the cop cars is still running mm-hmm. out front. So Spider and Bert yes. decide, okay, we're going to run and get to the cop car. We'll bring it back uh, to get Tina and Ernie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the course of trying to do that, the cop car gets swarmed. Yes. They end up just taking off and leaving Tina and Ernie yeah. to fend for themselves. And they end up crashing into Unita. Into Unita. Yes. Yeah. So now Ernie is like, I'm not gonna let these guys eat you. So he goes up into the crawl space to get a ladder, and and uh, he takes Tina up into like this attic crawl space right. area, and then barricades it right and and kicks down the ladder. And this is like one of the creepiest things. Is Freddie's just like, Come on, baby. I just want to eat your brains. <laughs> and he's sitting there taunting. And it's like a really creepy scene. And you see Ernie looking at the gun like, uh-oh, is he going to kill Is he gonna kill her and then himself kind right. of thing? But uh, then we see Freddy. Now, we mentioned that Freddy knows how to use the crematorium. So he fires it up, and he takes off his wedding ring and puts it on the little... Uh, uh, the, the on-off the, switch. The yeah. on-off switch. He had the incinerator. And he says a prayer. He gets in. He shuts the door and kills himself. Now, in the original script, Ernie was supposed to wander around by himself trying not to eat anybody just alone and crying and staring at the moon. And then he bumps into Trash, and then I think Trash kills him. Oh. But, uh, yeah, because he, he refuses to be, like, you know, part of the horror. Right, right. But uh, uh, the, the actor said, you know what would be better is if, like, maybe we could show that they're actually sentient enough to go to have some kind of morals and ethics oh okay but that's what he told everybody the real reason why is he didn't want to run around in the rain for six more hours filming (laughs) that's really what he said he goes everyone thought i was brilliant but really i was just being lazy (laughs) which is amazing right yeah so now that they're at unita um you know, uh, 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 they catch up with the the other punker guys, and they're like, "There's something down there." You know, they're pointing right. in the basement, and um, Ernie is like, "I I give zero fucks right now." Yeah, like let that thing out. So they let it out, and Tarman comes over. No longer is scary, seeing how everything they've been through. Just fucking decaps it in one swing. One swing, yeah. Just see you, dude. Like, thanks for coming. Fafo. <laughs> so uh, now we get like some cutbacks to uh, you see. Um, we see the the police just getting slaughtered that are trying to contain the area by uh, yeah cuz they they get to the phone in the basement and call the cops for help and the cop while on the phone with the cops the zombies storm out into the street and just mow right through them yeah. they can't stop them at all yeah nothing nothing doing uh, it's like it it it's it's like you know it's what 10 to 1 something like it's easily easy yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, we have uh, Trash, who's just kind of, like, power walking, you know? She's like, yeah, she's like the zombie queen. Yeah. And um, and she, like, I don't know if you notice that, but when she kills, if you actually play it in slow motion or stop it, they gave her, like, a fake appendage. So Yeah, so it looks like her jaw is, like, huge. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool effect, and I didn't notice it until I rewatched it. But, yeah, her jaw, like, hyperextends kind of like a, like a snake. Snake, yeah. Trying to, like a python trying to eat, like, something, right? So then they're like, uh, uh, um, not Ernie, sorry. Um, uh, uh, damn it. Bert. Bert, thank you. We see Bert kind of put down the phone slowly like, shit. Yeah, like they're, nobody's coming. Nobody's coming. And then we cut back to 
um, Ernie and Tina and 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 Frankie is just like uh, sorry Freddie is just pounding on the 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 uh, uh, hatch to hatch. the yeah exactly to the attic yeah to the attic and it's just a matter of time you know yeah. it, there's because he's pounding and they have a piece of wood there but it's not really holding so he gets his pistol and he's holding her tight and you're like all right he's gonna shoot her and shoot himself yeah because. Better that than getting attacked and having your brains eaten, right? At least you go out with some dignity. <laughs> and um, here's one thing I was wondering, though. Do you think if they would have shot themselves, uh, Freddie would have still eat their brains, or do they? Because they have to be live brains, right? I be- well, I think they prefer live brains, but they'd probably eat right. But they, he'd probably still eat their brains, but yeah. but not like zombies been dead for a while. No, because their brains are all like mush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Just just curious what your theory is with with the uh uh the brains there <laughs> so anyway um then they finally call the number on the side right they he looks down he's like well not much else we could do so remember if you're in a trioxin 245 spill or accident or you see any zombies call 1-800-484-8000 that's one eight hundred four eight four eight. We should have made a fake ad for that. That would have been cool. Uh, you know what? Never too late. So they call it, and it goes to the colonel that we see in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, he gets out of bed. Now, here's something that I thought was hilarious in this movie. Um, and then someone pointed it out to me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, you are so right." Notice in movies, whenever anyone gets a call at night, before answering the phone, they turn on the light. Yeah. That never happens in real life. No. You always answer the phone, then turn on the then light. Then turn on the light, yeah. So, But it makes sense in this, because when he gets the phone call, he like jumps up and then and then like grabs a pen and paper, and he's like, why didn't you call us before? You know, this, that, and the other. Okay, where did you find it? What's yeah, it? like one thing I noticed is he was abnormally calm during the whole phone conversation. He's like, okay, like why didn't you call us before? Oh, okay, that's understandable. Yeah. Like, da, 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 da. I was just like, really, bro? Like, well, I think it's because A, military decorum, and B, he's been looking for this for 20 years, and maybe it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ, finally. Okay. But I'm with you, though. I would think he'd be a little bit more excited or yeah, at least emotionally li- invested. Exactly. A little bit more emotion in there somewhere. Something, right? Because it really isn't. It's just like, you know, uh, uh, like taking a, not taking an order necessarily, but. Kind of like, you know, if you were to call your boss in sick to work, like a little disappointed, but really not invested. Right. You know, just like, all right. All right, cool. <laughs> Should have called me earlier, but thanks. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Bye. All right. And then he goes over to his 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 liquor cabinet, opens up his little missile silo. Yeah. Types in the coordinates or whatever. And then we see from the other side of America, this this giant. Yeah, it's like 100, 130 miles away. No, it's a thousand three hundred miles away. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's it's in the thousands. Okay. So and you see this warhead getting like loaded in. It's kind of a cheesy effect now when you see you can tell it's a miniature. You're right, right. But still, it's for a time. I mean, you know, it look still looks really good. And we see the warhead shoot, and just like the uh, ending of every rep, uh, Resident Evil movie slash video game, they nuke the site. Yeah. But. Oh, but dun, right, dun, dun. right before it hits, though, Frankie or sorry, Freddie busts open the door. Yeah, and they and were it about does to like get a freeze frame. frame. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love those eighties freeze frames. Seventies <laughs> did it a lot too. Yeah, and then you know they all get nuked. Now, luckily, I read this in our dark universe. It's a page I follow on uh, Instagram. Okay, um, if a nuclear blast happens. Um, you don't even realize you're dead. Like you die in and like way quicker than your brain even knows. In your brain, fight your synapses fire pretty fucking quick. Yeah. That's why you have good re if I someone's to throw a ball at you, even if you didn't aware of it and you just catch it in your periphery, you'll at least move or you'll try to catch it. Yeah. It kills you that fast. So luckily our heroes didn't feel any pain. Yeah. But it's really all for naught because after it blows up, we see the rain. We see the smoke just like we did before. Yeah. And then it starts to thunder and lightning and then it starts to rain. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, then we get our credits and we get some badass music, and that's Return of the Living and, Dead. And we get the skeleton again yeah, popping out. With yeah. The eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great ending. Um, did you ever see the sequel? No, I haven't, but I am now. Number two sucks. I'm sure it does, but I'm still going to watch it. Is it is very. Okay. It, it's part two. Yes. Yeah. It is still worth a watch. Yeah. Number three, on the other hand, is fantastic. Okay. And it's on, if you have Shudder. Yes. Uh, you could, yeah. It's on Shudder, Return of the Living Dead Part 3. It is a fantastic movie. At least it was on Shudder. I don't know if it still is. It probably is, though. But that movie is a zombie movie that's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, nice. Okay. So in that movie, the government actually have the trioxin. And um, uh, uh, when when Julie is, I covered the movie. If you want to listen to the whole thing, mm-hmm. but basically, uh, boy loves girl, girl dies in tragic accident when she's you know um, feeling up his crotch on a motorcycle, and she goes flying off and hits like a telephone pole. Horny boy wants to get that again, so, so he, he brings her back to life. Yeah. yeah, and then she is like the trash. You oh, know? okay. She's the zombie queen, and yes, she is pale and has red hair. I see a theme. Yeah, there's definitely naked, pale, red hair. All right, yeah, somebody's got a type. <laughs> but I will tell you this: Julie's hot as fuck. Uh, Trash is pretty hot, dude. Julie gives her a run for her money. Dude. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and uh, there we go. Um, shit, did I leave anything out? I know I kind of skipped around a little bit, but no, no, I think we got a pretty good uh, deep dive on that one. Let me tell you one thing. And number two. In Return of the Living Dead, <laughs> there is a scene in Return of the Living Dead number two where they just jump the shark completely, and they reenact Thriller. Oh, God. Michael Jackson in all. Oh, really? But they okay. changed the rule for number two. You could kill him by electrifying him. It's really dumb. Okay. It's it's so bad. But uh, worth a watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a cinema court. Right there. That is not not like a, we're going to give this a real, and I think like it is uh, uh, in people's list of the top worst sequels ever made. Because I think it got something like 18% or 20%. I think we should come up with a new segment called Bottom of the Barrel. Ooh, (laughs) I like your play on words there. It's very shrevenant. So anyway, um, yeah, man, let's uh, let's end it. We're just about at an hour. Perfect timing. Okay. So uh, from all of us here at the Night Party Podcast, remember to be kind and rewind. And I don't know. Do you have a tagline? No, no, I haven't got one yet. Okay, but we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I got to return some videotapes. All right. <laughs>